0: Today we're going to talk about a powerful word and one of the memorable things my dad taught me when I was a teenager and a cool idea I learned about listening to an audio CD this week. Hint, it has to do with helping you get rid of the negative self-talk in your life. Let's do this. Tamara's Takeaways. I'm your host, Tamara K. Anderson, and I am so excited to be talking to you today and sharing with you a few of the things that I gleaned from Wendy Anderson's podcast last week. Now, Wendy has a son, Dexter, who was diagnosed with tuberous sclerosis as a young child. And she explains it best. She says her life changed within 36 hours from something that was normal and expected to she had to redefine her normal of what life was going to look like. And that was hard. But she and her husband, they made the choice. They were either going to take this diagnosis lying down and despair over what could have been, or they could rise up and do everything in their power to help Dexter get the best help available. And so they, even though they were sad, they chose to see the good. And that is a powerful, powerful message. One of the things that Wendy talked about was love your life. In fact, she talked about that it's important to love your life, embrace and redefine. Love, embrace and redefine. And I loved those three key concepts that she taught. Um, In this month of February, I think one of the most important concepts we can talk about is learning to love ourselves and our life. Um, We often talk in this month of February about love with other people, but there is a really, really interesting verse that I think we don't look at enough. And it's found in Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 through 39. And this is um, Jesus's answer when a lawyer asked which of the commandments was the greatest. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. Now listen to this this third verse very, very carefully, because I think you're going to hear it in a way that you've never heard it before. Verse 39, And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Okay? As thyself. So often, I think we forget that God wants us to love him, but he also wants us to love ourselves. And do we? Do we love ourselves? The interesting correlation that I need to point out with this scripture is, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. It's almost like there's a correlation between how much love we have for ourselves and how much love we can show to our neighbors. And I think it's directly connected to how much we love God. If we love God and ourselves a whole, whole bunch, our capacity to love our neighbor is amazing and fantastic and great. If we don't, then it's not. And so my question to you this Valentine's Day time of the year is what can you do to learn to love yourself and love your life more than you do now? Because you're going to have an instance, if you haven't already, maybe you already have, as most people have if they're listening to this podcast, but you're going to have an instance where, or a day or a 36-hour period like Wendy, where your world is going to tilt on its axis, and forever change. For Wendy, it was when Dexter was diagnosed with tuberous sclerosis. For me, it was when my son Nathan was diagnosed with autism. My world changed. For some, it's it's some other diagnosis. Cancer, or the sudden death of a loved one, or... Um, Maybe it's abuse of some kind when their world completely changes and they don't feel worthy of love and they don't love themselves. And guys, I think this is one of the most sad things. We need more love in the world today and it needs to start right in our own soul, right in our own home. We need to learn to love ourselves. How do you do that? How do you learn to love yourself? I would say one of the first steps is learning how much God loves you. And there is a beautiful, beautiful scripture in Romans the verse is found in Romans chapter 8, verse 16, and I read the King James Version of the Bible. So, sorry if it's a little antiquated. I'll try to translate it at the end. It says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ— If it so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. Verse 18: For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. These verses teach us that God is our Father, and we are His heirs. And like any good Father, He loves us so much. And that we're going to suffer in this life. It's going to be hard. But that these sufferings that we go through in life reveal in us a glory. They reveal in us the glory that, hey, guess what? We are powerful, amazing beings that can overcome hard things. Our sufferings teach us things. And God knows that. He knows what Goodness lies within us. He knows what we can become when a little bit of our rough edges get rubbed off. And He can see our future and how glorious it is. I love stories. That's why this podcast is called Stories of Hope in Hard Times. But one of the stories I resonate with the very, very most is stories of when I was a little girl, princesses and princes and them going on a journey and discovering who they really were and coming back and claiming their role as a prince or a princess. They are stories of self-discovery. And you know what? (laughs) Little children are the absolute best. Um, One of my favorite places to visit is Disneyland. I know I have a problem. Just ask my husband. But I love seeing those little kids joyfully dressing up and running around Disneyland. They're mostly girls, let's be honest. Little girls running around Disneyland, dressed up like little princesses. They are adorable. And, and I've seen Disneyland employees say, good morning, princess. How are you doing? And they just respond great. What happens between the time we're little and the time we're big, guys? We've lost our dreams. We've lost our hopes. We hate our life. We hate who we are. And maybe we're like those stories of the little princess who has lost her way and needs to find her way back home. But it starts with loving God and knowing that God loves you. He loves you. Period. Exclamation point. And he always will. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've done. He simply loves you. He loves your uniqueness. He loves your quirks. He loves you. There's one message I could share with you today it is that you are loved. And the sooner you can discover that, the sooner you can go and change the world. And the crazy thing is, Satan knows this. He knows what a powerful thing it is to know that God loves you and to love yourself. He knows the power and influence you have when that is secure in your mind and in your heart. And so what is it that he attacks? He attacks that fact. He whispers things like, God doesn't love you. You've messed up too much. In fact, why do you even love yourself? You should hate yourself. Your life is awful. You should hate yourself. And he whispers these thoughts in our minds and guys, we believe them. We believe them. When I was a teenager, my dad used to tell us, if you ever doubt that you're worth anything, I want you to kneel down and ask God, do you love me? And then wait and listen. And I remember I did it. And I felt the warmth in my heart. He loves me. And guess what? He loves you too. I hope you feel that as I'm talking to you. Because I feel it as I'm talking to you. Is your life perfect? Heck no, none of our lives are perfect. But if you watch any movie, if you watch any great story, if you read any great book, the stories we love the most are the ones where somebody starts out broken and they fail and they fail again. And yet somehow through all this getting up and falling back down, you reach the end of the story and they have learned and they have grown And you're cheering them on on from the sidelines, and you're like, Yes, I knew they would figure it out. I knew they were great. I knew they were always great. And guess what? The same is true of us. We may be in a fall down part of our life. We may not be able to see what's five years ahead of us. When we are conquering it all when we are sitting on top of the world, but God sees it and he sees it in us. He sees who we can become. That's why we call it walking by faith. And so if you're at a point in your life like Wendy, where your life has just been tilted on its axis, begin inside. Begin with love the second thing I want to talk to you about today is how we get rid of the negative thoughts in our head. I just finished listening to a great CD this morning. I know I'm a little outdated. I happened to be at a thrift store this last week with Nathan, and and he likes to look at DVDs at thrift stores, and I figure it's a safe place for him to buy them because they only cost a couple bucks, and it's all good. So as he was doing that, I was looking through the DVD section. And I found a great little DVD about making a vision board. And that's one of the things I'm working on right now. So I'm like, for a dollar, I will buy this CD. And I did, and I listened to it today, and it was phenomenal. It was by a guy named Kirk Duncan. Anyway, I've looked him up since then. I didn't know who he was when I got the CD. But he talked about a vision board, and he said, any time that we try to move forward, in great and powerful ways. For example, making a vision board of what we want our life to look like. That there is this negative self-talk that starts. And it sounds something like this. You can't do that. What are you thinking? You failed so many times, there's no way you're gonna be able to do that. And you may not be the only one thinking that. Maybe people are telling you that when you set big goals. I know I doubted myself when I started to write my book, when I wanted to launch my podcast. There was a lot of questioning going on in my brain, going, what is going on here? Why are you doing this? And I had to work through a lot of negativity, and I didn't know was there. I didn't know those doubts about my capabilities were there until I set a big, brave new goal that was going to push me forward. Anyway, Kirk Duncan talks a little bit about this in this vision board um, CD, and it's actually digitized now. You can go to his website and listen to it if you want. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But he talks about an amazing method he has learned for this negativity that shows up when we set brave new goals. Like maybe you set a goal today that you're going to love yourself. And if you set that goal and you stare at it every day, stick it up on your wall like you would a vision board, say, I'm beautiful, I'm gonna love myself. I love myself. What if you'd set that goal and you're going to learn to love yourself and all the negative stuff? This is what he said and it shocked me. He said, first you need to write all that down, write all the negativity down. I'm like, I don't wanna write the negativity down, but this is the part I like that he said. He said, write it down and then wad it up and throw it away, or crumple it up and burn it, or shred it, whatever makes you happy. But you're acknowledging those thoughts, and then you're saying, I don't listen to those thoughts anymore. I'm moving on. I love myself. And it was powerful as he was talking me through this this morning on this CD. I was like, wow, that is awesome. So set a goal to love yourself. And when those negative thoughts come, write them down and burn them or shred them or rip them up into tiny pieces. And you may have to do it for several days until you start believing that you are lovable because you are. And start with something small. I love the color of my eyes. I love the way I smile. I love the way my hands work and my legs. I love that I can see. I love that I can eat. I love the feeling of breathing in deeply. It feels so good in my body. Start with a few powerful statements like that about what you love about yourself. Maybe it's your talents. And you have one. I promise, for those of you that are saying, I don't have any talents. Oh, stop. Of course you do. God doesn't have any sons or daughters that don't have talents. They're different. We're different from each other. Some people have talents that are very, very obvious, like singing and dancing and all that kind of stuff. And other people have talents that are more quiet. Do you have a friend that always seems to show up at the right time? And say the right things. It's a quiet talent. but it's a powerful talent, right? So you have talents. And you are lovable. So those are the two things that I wanted to bring out with regards to love. And one of the final things that Wendy said in her podcast was... You aren't alone. There are other people out there just like you who are thinking like you, who are struggling like you. Find them and love them. Kind of building off of where we started, I'm going to finish off with the verse that we started with about the question posed to Jesus by the lawyer, which is the greatest of the commandments? And he answered that we are to love God with all our heart soul, and mind, and then to love our neighbor as ourselves. So my invitation to you today and in this month of February is love God, love yourself, and then go on and love others. And it will create a ripple effect of love that will spread through the world in a powerful, powerful way. Love is powerful. So today, know you're loved. Believe it from the soles of your feet to the tip of your head. You are loved. Believe it and begin acting on it. And share God's love with all that you come in contact with. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's show. I know that there are many of you out there that are going through a hard time and I hope you found things that have been useful today as you listen to the podcast. If you would like to access the show notes from today's podcast, visit my website. It is storiesofhopepodcast.com. That is where you'll find favorite quotes from today's episode and shareable memes. And those are fun because you can share them with your friends on social media. You will also find the links mentioned throughout today's episode, so you don't have to remember what those were, and also all the tips that were shared. Sometimes tips are shared so much throughout an episode, you forget what were those great things. So go to the show notes, storiesofhopepodcast.com, to look up these fantastic resources. You know, if someone kept coming to mind during today's episode, perhaps that means that you should share this with them. Maybe there was a story shared or a tip that they really, really need to hear. So go ahead and share this episode with them. May God bless you, especially if you are struggling with hope to carry on and with the strength to keep going when things get tough. Remember to walk with Christ and he will help bear that burden. Above all else... Remember, God loves you.